on this episode of the Girl Talk podcast. If you're always wanting what somebody else's best is, then you're missing God's best for you. Right. And God's best for you is the most awesome best (laughs) that you can have. The most bestest. The bestest (laughs) bestest thing. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. And I want to start out today by giving you a definition. Okay? Okay. I'm going to give you a definition. We're going to bounce off that and talk about comparison today. So comparison, this is from actually our friends at Crown Financial. They put this on. I was like, I got to grab that for this podcast. They said, comparison divides disillusions, and can destroy, okay? So comparison divides, disillusions, and can destroy. So why in the world do we do it? Hmm. <laughs> Human nature yes. comes to Human mind. Nature, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so just true. sort of hardwired within us. Yeah, uh, from from the beginning, like if you have a sibling or if you have if you're in a class with someone, it's it just it's it's sort of something that human nature causes us to do. Yeah. I think you're right because we are um, conditioned maybe from a from an early age, especially I, I knew it from my siblings um, sure. because, you know, my mom would say, well, Jill's good at this or Lynn's good at this. And and so I automatically felt like I would the pressure was on for me to, you know, compete at that level or to do better or to make a better grade or those kind of things. So maybe this conditioning from. Well, I mean, Culture. I think it's hardwiring plus conditioning. Oh, yeah. I think it's in so our true. it's in our our sin nature, if you will. It's in who we are, our hearts. Yeah. And then we're conditioned, like you just said. I had a similar thing. Alice mm. is um, very smart, so then I'm like, either I can either choose to try to be as smart or smarter, or I can choose to find my identity in something else. I think right. comparison is closely tied with identity as well, don't you think? Sure, hundred percent. Yeah. One of the things I was thinking too is that. We compare because we forget who we are and whose we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we start thinking about we're part of the world. And yeah. looking around and going, hey, she's really cool. I'd like yeah. to be like her. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, in my opinion, if we've got um, godly women we're looking at to say, hey, I'd like to have my life look more like her life. But, but I think that's different. Yeah. I think there's mm-hmm. a difference between emulating and comparing. Mm. Like for compare, I mean, I mean, I was just thinking about those three words, divides, disillusions, and destroys. I think that in a lot of ways is a definition of comparison and how to know if you are comparing yourself to someone else. Mm. Because you're disillusioned that, ever, like, you know, I mean, we live in the, the world of social media. So you see their highlight reel, you compare your full length movie to their highlight reel and you automatically say I'm less than sure okay so that's disillusionment you know um divides like if you're in a friend group and you have one friend who excels and you're trying to compare yourself to them instead of celebrating what they're Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I liken this to um I have uh most of my friends are married like y'all um and people are always like Especially early on when I was when I went through my divorce, people would like not tell me that they it was their anniversary, and I was like, "Why wouldn't you tell me it's your anniversary?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, I know that's kind of you know I don't want you to that to be a hard place." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, I celebrate every anniversary because I know the flip side of it, you know, mm-hmm. and I know better how to pray because of my situation." So I think there is a definite um, 
line of emulating in comparison. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. disillusions, divides, and then it can destroy. I have seen many a person who thought I need to get A, B, and C because A, B, and C is what my friend has. And it's led them to an empty life and really destroying mm-hmm. some of the good things that they had in their life. So I was just I was just really captivated by those things because I think one of the things that we've got to stop doing is just saying that's the way our world is and we just can't help it. And that's just the way it is. You know, I think women are bad to say, well, that's just the way culture is. And we just naturally, you know, I think there's a measure of that. Yes. But I think one of the ways that we deal with it and are able to um, not find ourselves in that trap is to be aware of it, number one, Mm -hmm. and know how to combat it. That's why we're talking about Mm -hmm. it today. I was thinking about that, being aware of it and questioning yourself. Because the idea of dividing is very powerful. I'd never really thought about it like that. Mm -hmm. But the difference, so if I have a thought about a person, is that a thought that is a dividing thought or is it a thought that is a unifying thought? Mm. And comparison is the dividing thought. Whereas celebrating, emulating, mentoring, all those things are unifying thoughts. Mm. So if I see a friend who's doing well and I think to myself, um, I, I want to celebrate them. I want to do like that in the sense that I, I admire that and I want to unify with that. Or do I feel like I want to divide from that or I want to be better than that? Mm. So I think that very simple awareness and then questioning, yeah, where where does this thought land? What am yeah. I doing with this thought? Right. Yeah. And w- what good does it do in the world? Yeah. You know, is it uh-huh. upbuilding to me or to others around me or does it just destroy? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I was going to ask next mm-hmm. is if, as you think back on your life, can you ever think of a, a time where a comparison has yielded anything good for you? Because, I, I, I mean, I, I seriously was like, OK, comparison. Hey, have I really ever benefited from comparing myself to something or someone else and improving myself? Huh, that's such a tricky question because it, it, it there's a lot of um, gray line, I think. I think yeah. if you are inspired by someone. Different. I think that's different. Yeah, yeah. but but it's hard. To, you have to really parse Drill out yeah. Yeah, where you are to, to know the difference between those things. And I think if it starts with comparison and you have the spiritual maturity and the actual maturity to be able to flip that around, to say, okay, I'm not going to compare myself to this person, but I am going to see what's good and godly in their mm. lives, mm. then it can be a starting point sure. mm-hmm. that can end in something good. And I feel like yeah. that's happened to me multiple times in my life. Yeah. But that comparison, I don't, I can't come up with an example, actually, of a time where mm-hmm. true, the ugly side of comparison um, and that feeling of less than actually ended up in something good. I was just thinking, based on this conversation, comparison is really derived from pride, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pride, yeah I mean, security. it's like yeah. if I'm comparing myself, it's because I want to feel as good as, if not better, right? You know, instead of celebrating. So digging deep enough, at least for me, I think that the times that I've compared myself, it's because I'm wanting to feel pride, or I want. I want to overcome insecurity by feeling pride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're I think you're onto something here. 
Um, I want to read you a quote from Paul David Tripp because oh, he's yeah. one of my favorite. He's so good. Guys, you know. Pulls and, no punches, this guy. No, he does not. <laughs> and like, if you if you buy a devotion this year, make it New Morning Mercies, Paul mm, David Tripp. It's just. 100%. I've, I've been through it two years now and like every day it punches me right in the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a good in way. In a good way. Yeah. A good, in a good way. Positive he says nose this, punch. Right. He says, when you fall into comparing yourself to another person. You almost always conclude that you are more righteous than he is. And when you conclude that you are more righteous than he is, you begin to minimize your own need for grace. He goes on and says, in this way, false spiritual comparisons put you in spiritual danger. They make you think you're better off than you are and weaken your resolve to seek and celebrate redeeming grace. We Mm. must cry out for grace Mm. to deliver us from this tendency. Mm-hmm. Kind of changes the game with that, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, spiritual danger? Like, really, Paul? Come on now. Mm-hmm. I'm really in spiritual danger. But then as I gave it some more thought, I was like, yeah. And I think you mm-hmm. just hit on it. That pride element in there. <laughs> I'm telling you, God has been so dealing with me about pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and and how, like, sometimes false humility is pride. Because right. I think we can we yeah. can fool ourselves and make it, I am so humble. You know? <laughs> and and even that is pride. And I, I read this quote on the show a couple of weeks back. And it, it said, if you aren't hungry for God, it's probably because you're full of yourself. Ooh. And it has messed with me ever since. Ouch. Wow. Say that again. Say if, that again. If you aren't hungry for God, it's probably because you're full of yourself. Wow. And I was like, that's some truth. That's me. Why would you do that to me on a Monday morning? You know, but it's true, you know, and God yeah. just keeps coming back and like, he so tenderly just kind of like, oh, drops those things in there. And I'm like, oh, there yeah. it is again. Well, and when we get full of ourselves, we start that comparison game yeah. and we look around at the other people and because we need to continue to fill ourselves up. Right. Yes. With that self pat on the back yeah. there's yes. a better word than that but. and well and then there's no way to get enough pats on the back when you start going down that right that, because you know it's empty in the long run yeah. well and uh, you know there again I'm, I'm i don't don't mean to beat up on social media but you see how many friends people have how many likes they get for a post that can get i mean we've we've laughed about Awful. this before mm-hmm. um because when we post on social media like trisha's post on Facebook, always get like a gazillion likes. Yes. Mine get like four. <laughs> oh, you mean on our fa- on the yeah, Delight on Facebook FM's Facebook? Yeah, okay. and, and like our old so when Alicia was oh. here, she used to like po- put uh, put Trisha's posts up on the wall. Oh like she has a million likes, and I'd be like. Nobody ever likes anything I say. That's so not true. But I know the feeling, though. I I totally get the feeling. And I mean, there is that danger even with doing this podcast. Like, if we see a podcast and, like, seven people have listened to it, we're like, oh, what are we doing wrong? You know, something's wrong with that one. Right. And so everything that we have and can measure. Yeah automatically becomes something what are you laughing at i just like just yesterday i was looking at a post and i was like oh they liked my comment but they loved that person's comment (laughs) wow why do they love their comment and only like my i mean you there's no end to this right there's no end it's crazy comparison game but it's it's crazy making well and it starts you know in some ways too with our kids we look at our you know our kids and say hey how come that uh kid's you know, that mama's kid's smarter than my kid. Or, you know, we mm-hmm. have those little... Well, mine, that's easy. It's genetics. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
we have those bumper stickers we put on our cars. Yeah, you know, yes. my kid's smarter than your kid, and yeah, yeah. my house is bigger than your house, yeah. and my whatever is better than yours. And yeah. it's okay. Not I think helpful. when we compare ourselves, we are we are finding when, whatever because it's interesting what you just said. My kid is smarter. My home is bigger, or whatever whatever it is that makes you compare yourself. That's your area of insecurity. Oh yeah, sure. 100%. It's a great way to right, highlight say that, that again. Say that again though. So. The areas that you find yourself wanting to compare yourself with someone else, that is a highlight to show you where you're insecure. Okay. All right. So we've 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 talked all about it and I think it's pretty obvious we've all three kind of had our bout with this at mm-hmm. times in our lives. Me today. Um, but let's talk about some strategies, some ways yeah. to battle back. Because I don't want to just get you, you say, yeah. Oh yeah, this is a great big problem. I feel that way See too. <laughs> okay. Good luck to you. We're all pulling for you. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to do that. We want to give you some yeah. strategies and things that, and that we can. I think that is a very big deal. What you just pointed out, Tricia, that, that whatever you find yourself comparing, that's an area of insecurity for you. And, um, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I that's huge. I'm, thank you for saying that because you if we if we just go by the way culture says and just oh you know everybody does it and we're all comparing ourselves but it, when you name it as an insecurity i think then you can start to unpack it and see mm-hmm. you know kind of what's behind it so i think mm-hmm. a be aware aware yeah b prayer pray. aware and prayer yes aware and prayer <laughs> aware, aware yeah. and prayer bathe that thing in prayer yeah. because that's the only way that you can actually overcome the insecurity of it how else would we ever overcome insecurity and see here's Mm -hmm. the thing that i think that that i wish somebody had told me a long time ago because i only learned this and i'm still learning it to some extent but i always thought (laughs) y'all go laugh at this because you know i always thought if i had an insecurity or something to pray about i always had to have an answer for god like like he was sitting in heaven going (laughs) i'm not sure what i'm going to do about this carol i sure hope you come with a solution because i've got no idea you know that's not god at all here's a thought god but i always used to approach god that way you know and say lord thank you for this insecurity i'm thinking that if i could just you know do whatever then i would not feel that insecure but here's what i want you to know and hear today yeah I want you to know and hear that God is completely okay and welcomes us to come and say, I don't know why. I don't know where this came from. I don't know what to do about it, but I'm bringing it to you Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. laying that before the Lord and then shutting up. Yeah. Just hush. Yeah. And just listen. I, for the, uh, y'all, I wish I had learned this 20 years ago because I think I would be so much further down the road than I am now. But I always thought I had to talk it through with God. And there are sometimes you just need to lay it before him and let him speak. He can do that through his word. He can do that through messages or mm-hmm. songs or however he chooses. Something shows up in your life three or four times, girl, you ought to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Same way in the Bible. When he says yeah. something three or four times, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a place you truly, can Truly, truly, truly. Barely, 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 <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. Um, pay attention. Pay attention <laughs> to those things, you know, and, and, and don't... Feel the need to solve your own problems because that, I, 
I mean, just in terms of full disclosure, I'm yeah. bad to do that. Well, and I think the other thing with God that we have to remember, too, is that God loves Carol as much mm. as he loves Trisha, as much as he loves Kelly, as mm. much as he loves you. He is and he has a specific plan. Right. Mm-hmm. For each one of us. And yeah. my plan is going to look different than your plan. It's going to mm-hmm. look different than your plan. It's going to look different than everybody else's plan. But I have a plan that is made just for me. And I need to celebrate that. Right. First of all, own that. Yeah. And ask God to reveal it to me and give me joy mm-hmm. in whatever the plan is. And I think that you are uncovering something else in that answer is that God has a specific plan for us and it doesn't, it's, you can't compare it to right. somebody else. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because we all go through different life experiences. Yeah. We all are at different places in our journey. Yeah. You know, all of those things. And so, you know, being aware of it, praying, and then realizing that God has a plan for you and for me and they look totally different. And that's why I've always been, I, I mean, I, the authors and speakers are great, but what you, people usually do is they want a one, two, three that works for right. their life. Honey, I wish we could give you a one, two, three. I looked for 20 years for a one, two, three for my life. None of it worked, and I ended up more frustrated. And God just finally said, well, when are you going to surrender to what I'm doing and let me do my work instead of trying to manufacture answers on your own? Well, and along those lines, if you don't accept God's best for you, Mm. I mean, or I guess to flip that around, if you're always wanting what somebody else's best is, then you're missing God's best for you. Right. And God's best for you is the most awesome best (laughs) that you can have. The most, the bestest, bestest. (laughs) the bestest thing. And it's the other person's best is what's best for them. It's not what's best for you. And by coveting somebody else's best, you're missing out on your best. Yeah. And it colors everything that you see when you Mm. have that, that filter of looking at someone else and wanting what they have, it will color everything you see and you won't see the good in your life. One thing that can help also that I have found when I fall into that comparison trap, which I do, is having a kind of a verse in my head, a verse mm. from God's word to kind yeah. of just stew on mm. because I, I can be aware of it and then I will pray about it. And in the meantime, my mind will want to spin off. And if there is a verse that I can land on that speaks to what I'm talking about, and it may be what God says about me, or it may be about the plan that he has for my life, that it's for my good and his glory or or some sort of a, a promise from his word that you can just hold on to, it can help in the mind-spinning moments. Yeah, and I, it, it, here's what I will say to that, because God's been convicting me about that too, Tricia, is that um, I spend a lot of time worrying about the right verse. Yeah, right. And As if there's only one. There's only one to speak <laughs> to my situation. And so I have felt very convicted this, this year to go ahead and start back to memorizing scripture again mm-hmm. and one of the verses that i've memorized so far this year is joshua 1 8 that says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you'll meditate on it mm-hmm. day and night mm-hmm. and god has really kind of pressed that in mm-hmm. to my heart and said what does it look like to meditate on my word day and night mm-hmm. and it's not about the perfect verse as much as it is about things that he wants you to hear from his word so choose a verse any verse will do because I believe God's word is alive and active yes. and sharper than any two-edged yes. sword. Yes. It divides the bone and the marrow, gets to the intent of our hearts, even down there where we try to compare ourselves to somebody else. He will give you the word that you need. Right. Start somewhere. Right. And even though his book is timeless mm. and ancient, 
it is still relevant because yep. God is a living and active God yep, yep, yep. who knows intimately what of his words will resonate with you at this exact moment mm-hmm. in this exact thing that you're going through. Yeah. Trust, you can trust that. And we have more access to the Bible now than we've ever had before because of our devices. Sure. Yeah. I found a, a um, we can link on this in the show notes, but I found a scripture memory um, app. It's called Scripture Typer. Oh. There's there's probably a hundred million of them. I, I don't know. I use one called Verse. Okay, Verses, Verses. which is great. Yeah, and I have yep. this is a scripture typer. You can it, it'll give you the um, you just type the first letter. I, I saw that. Yeah, have you seen that one? I saw that on the Bible app. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. it just spurs your memory. Yes, right, like the first yes. letter of each word. Yes, yes. It has been so good for me. I mean, you can also there's a, there's a place in the app that you can draw pictures. I'm a terrible mm-hmm. artist, so I'm not real good at that part. But and then you review them periodically mm-hmm. so that in those moments when you can't like open your Bible, like, you know, you're mm-hmm. in car line, you don't have your Bible with you. Yeah. You can start meditating on that verse and just saying it out loud. We did this exercise one time in church and it, it impacted me so much. We, we they put a scripture up on the screen and it, we read the verse over and over emphasizing each word um, of that scripture. So um, cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. Cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. Doing that with one verse, that verse meant so much more to me mm-hmm. at the end of that time. And it was just one verse, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I want you to hear that they're probably, you're not going to hear if God wants you to, you know, purchase that home on Elm Street. There's not a verse for that. <laughs> there is a verse about you being in Christ and him being in you, you know, wisdom, John 15, 15. Mm-hmm. I mean, all sorts of verses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you fill your mind with that, you are less likely to compare. And so I've been trying to be better about that. And y'all can hold me accountable, too, because that my mind wanders and I get back into that place. And I especially um, I was listening to a podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago about hungry, angry, angry, lonely and tired. The one about, you know, disagreements. And I've realized that I am more, my tendency to compare is higher when I am tired. Like yeah. when I, the sure. later it gets yeah. in the week and and like I've not slept good and we've been running like crazy, then I'll sit at a ball game and look over and go, man, she's four sizes smaller than me. You know, how come I work out every day and she never works out and eats the popcorn from the concessions? You know, I mean, yeah. I start doing oh, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. But it's when I'm tired. Weak. Yeah. Yeah. It's those weakened states. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but when you fill your mind with God's word, and also I have my phone with me everywhere I go now. And so a lot of times when I'm waiting on my daughter, I will be going over mm-hmm. the scriptures. You have it right there in front mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I used to be old school. I used to use one of the index card binders and have those. And they would get all tore up because I'd lug them around in my pocketbook for so long. But there is something to binding that the word of god you know in the old testament talked about binding them around your forehead <laughs> and around your arms but there's something to that y'all right. god meant that i mean who hold knew on, right to it. Mm-hmm. every word um is is powerful and so i i got off on a tangent there but i i don't want people to think there's one particular verse for their situation any word from god is a good word and um and he can speak to you through absolutely it. he used a donkey I mean, he continues to use donkeys. (laughs) 
That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So be aware. Cover it in prayer. Keep your mind on the right things. Anything else y'all have to add to the discussion today? Know that you are unique and he has a plan for your life Mm -hmm. that doesn't compare to anybody else's plan. And he loves you. He loves you so much. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that's good stuff for me to work on anyway. Mm -hmm. How about we come back next week and we do another one of these podcasts. We love you so much. Thank you for listening today. Special thanks to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership in this ministry. We love you folks, and we couldn't do this without your help. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.